0: After all, there is nothing real outside our perception of reality, is there? questions. If you wish to avoid prosecution, I would advise that you comply with our language laws.
1: This is the Royal Canadian Movie Podcast. Hey there and welcome to the RCMP, that's the Royal Canadian Movie Podcast. I'm your host today, Becky Shrimpton, with me once again, looking very dapper in his jaunty chapeau Hello. is Mr. Cameron Maitland. Hey dude, how you doing?
2: Good, I didn't wash my hair, Oh, it is the secret.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. all right. You got a face for radio, so you're okay. I didn't yeah. mean that. You're lovely. No, that's fine. <laughs> is that I how you feel now?
2: agree. I don't know. I guess I'm on TV. You're on so TV I, a lot. So you're, you're a liar. And they, but, exactly.
1: Uh, they even put you on red carpets. You get to talk to fancy people yeah, but you're
2: no, you Yeah, but they don't get to see your face then. That's the secret. Oh, <laughs> You I can see look that. pretty bad on a red carpet, I can tell you from the other side of the film. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's shocking and rude how bad some people look interviewing Celebrities who are dressed very fancy in cold cold weather.
1: I just listened to a thing today where they said when Nancy Grace uh, is on television, she mm. apparently like has her full like, you know, pants suit top and then sure. she just wears cowboy boots and sweatpants underneath.
2: You should. So, I'm up you for it. She did it every day. Exactly. I mean not that I'm no, don't idolize Nancy Grace, but
1: <laughs> but you know you I, just get it. I Aspire. There's certain things yeah. you can aspire to. There's good in everyone, and if it's cowboy boots and and sweatpants, you're good to go. I
2: find cowboy boots very uncomfortable, but otherwise I agree. Okay. Yeah. Are you
1: yeah. Albertan? Yeah, are you Albertan? All right, got great. big
2: feet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I, okay, so I was at this Comic Con this oh, weekend yeah, doing sorry. this thing. Yeah, so no, no, no it's you're all you're good. Out. I have to tell you this quick story. So uh, I was at the com- this Comic Con this weekend at Chatham Kent. Thank you for having me. There was this young man who came up to come talk to me, and uh, he chatted with me a bit. He's probably like. Eight or nine years old uh, and then he suddenly decides that he doesn't want to talk to me anymore so he says thank you very much for the conversation but unfortunately I have to leave now <laughs> and then blinks at me twice and walks away <laughs> And I was like that is how I'm ending Every conversation now. <laughs> sure. It is the ultimate ender because it's pleasant and wonderful, but like only mildly as socially awkward yeah, as I can yeah. get. So it can't get any worse than that. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm just keeping it. Is that
2: your it. new sign-off? Though? It's my new,
1: uh, my new sign-off. Thank you for this been... conversation. Thank you for this conversation, but yeah. I have to let you go now. I'm going to have to leave now. Uh, okay. But uh, I am very glad someone is here with us. We're going <laughs> to welcome him on now because he's very politely smiling and nodding at us. Uh, we have Matthew Wilson with us today. Hey, Hi. Matthew. Hi, Becky. Hi, hello. Cameron.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello.
1: It's so nice to have you.
0: Likewise. Thank, Thank you. you
1: for driving all the way up through the rain oh and, the and the snow and the Two hours.
0: Slate. Yeah, two hours.
1: Two whole hours. Well, we're glad you're mm-hmm. here because yeah. you have an awesome movie that you just executive produced. You're in. It's called American Hangman. Mm-hmm. Tell us a bit about it.
0: American Hangman, uh, starring Vincent Karheiser and, of course, Donald Sutherland.
1: Mr. Canada himself.
0: Mr. Canada himself. Uh, Mr. Volvo Voice. <laughs> uh, I was approached a couple years ago about getting involved in the film. I eventually got involved in the film financially, and then uh, I shot a nice little role on it. It's good, yeah. It, was, it turned out well. It's in the U.S. right now, trying to get into Canada. It just uh, was in a theater here uh, in Toronto, and it's been in a couple theaters in the U.S. has been doing well.
1: Nice. Yeah, it looks awesome. I mean, I've only seen the trailer so far, but like, it's uh, it looks gritty and vicious, and Vincent Carhaire <laughs> <laughs> clearly I easy for you to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for a living, I speak. But uh, yeah, he looks like he's doing something I've never seen before, and that's yeah. always what I love in a movie. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit what it's about?
0: Yeah, so the 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 quick version is is uh, Vincent uh, takes Donald Sutherland, he, he he abducts him, and he takes him to uh, kind of like a warehouse, and he tunes him up and he beats him up along with another guy, and uh, they film it and they just they broadcast it over the internet and they hold a trial. Donald Sutherland was a judge, and this man thinks that somebody was wrongfully committed, wrongfully um, convicted, and they have the trial over again, and uh, people on the internet can vote Basically, they're like the jury and, um, you know, people are just like uh, sitting watching TV or they're on their computer or they're on their phone or they're at a bar and uh, all of a sudden this thing pops up and soon, like within a couple of hours, it uh, it takes over all of North America and everyone in, in North America is watching.
1: So it's like American Idol for justice.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, nice way of looking at it, yeah.
1: Oh man, that sounds awesome. So it's in the States right now. It's streaming on various yep. services. It's on Netflix down mm-hmm. there. We do have some American listeners. Mm-hmm. Hi guys. Um, and in Canada, you're still working on VOD distribution from here?
0: Yeah, and that's supposed to be in the fall.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, okay. so, so we're
0: really excited about that. We really want to get the, the, uh, the film here. It's a, you know, it's shot in Canada. It's shot by Canadians. It's written by a Canadian. It's directed by a Canadian. And, you know, we feel very uh, strongly that it, it should be here in Canada. It should be should be easier to be watched in Canada.
1: Yeah, people need to see Canadian movies. People, which is- the
0: Canadians need to see Canadian movies. And other countries should see Canadian movies. Agreed. But yes. Canadians should certainly see Canadian movies. Could you imagine if all the world knew about Anne Murray except for Canada? You know, that wouldn't happen with music.
1: No, it wouldn't. Or Gordon Lightfoot or someone mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. Like, we, we understand how to share. We play well in other yeah. people's sandboxes. Yeah. And I think it's funny, this is something we were talking about when you first walked in, is that um, a lot of people appreciate our movies more. Are we appreciate our movies more once other people mm. kind of see them and understand them
0: yeah i think that's a very fair assessment i like the way you said that and it's true
1: and you picked a movie today where that exact thing happened where the fast movie, runner that's yes, yeah. right the fast love runner and this was getting no love whatsoever in canada they had a hell of a time getting this thing funded um the national film board came and rescued it i mm-hmm. won't get into this but of all the canadian films you could have picked why did you pick this one
0: well i i, I remember seeing it uh, at the academy awards and, and other award shows and um being really intrigued by it and i I like desolate areas Mm. um the open vastness of the north and it just really excited me and then i come from a small town it was hard to see movies And, and lord knows that movie wasn't on at the theater but i i saw it on vhs and i'm pretty sure that that movie was actually shot on vhs tapes it was not Really? really? Well, I was led to believe it was. So someone's lying. Someone is
1: lying It's to video, you.
2: though. It's shot on
1: video. It is not. You know? It is It is actually digital. This is one really? of the first films that digital. No. The really? reason okay. being Go is ahead. that the way they, the cameras, uh, they wouldn't have been able to shoot this even five years earlier is because the camera technology would have completely shut down for them mm. to shoot the things they were shooting.
0: Because of the cold? Because of
1: the cold. They already had to shoot it in April, which was the temperatures that were accommodating to what they had, and they mm-hmm. had to shoot this as fast as they could because it was on either side. They there's, so many,
0: there's so many interesting things about the film. I think we should go with my version of the story. Yeah. Please They do. shot it on VHS.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just passed it from person to person. Yeah, they
0: shot it. Well, actually, I heard that that happened too. Is that they had multiple cameras and and the actors were also kind of the crew when they were they were shooting multiple things at the same time. Yeah. Now, that's what I heard. That is that's also what I like to believe. That is yeah.
1: correct. They actually <laughs> moved together as a camp as they went around right. together. So yeah. they were kids, they were animals. Like everything you're basically seeing mm-hmm. is what it was like except for this is set in the First millennium, and, Yeah. you know we are seeing yeah. this now. Um, what's this movie about? We've talked a little bit about uh, a little bit about uh, evil,
0: evil it? spirits. Yes, or evil spirit. I think it's evil spirits. I think it has a lot to do with myth. I think it has a lot to do with um, family tradition and values and friendships. You know, the, uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's um, a Shakespearean tale or Greek mythology or a Tennessee Williams play good story is a good story and and it's 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 a really good story it's and it's really story. well performed and it's really well shot like it doesn't matter if it was shot on VHS or not it's re- it's shot really well like it's really cool it's totally cool yeah yeah and you know I heard also that per capita that that region in the north has more filmmakers and actors than like anywhere. Like everyone's <laughs> making movies and acting. I mean, they I don't, I don't do, know. But.
1: And it's actually partially because of the film team that made this. This is their mission. They have an entire thing. This is actually the first film of a trilogy of films. Yeah, I, I knew
0: that. I haven't seen any of these Uh
1: I started to watch the third one, and then I got very very busy, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it's good. It's people very good. Uh, line, yeah. It's made by two female filmmakers, which uh, lo- it looks amazing, and I can't wait to get back to it.
0: Um, <laughs> from but, there, like they're.
1: Yeah, this is a group of filmmakers. Um, weirdly, they're all uh, Inuit, with the exception of one guy who's from New York, um, who is a. Larry. Yes, Larry, their (laughs) cinematographer. I have his name. I'll pull it up. Norman Cohen is his name. But yeah, they got together and they were like, we're not seeing our stories anywhere. All Mm -hmm. this stuff is disappearing and especially Inuit stories are disappearing because we're being overtaken by, you know, uh, Catholicism and Christianity and schools and cable television and we want to see our stories on camera and on film. Um, So this is an original folktale and they went back to, I think they said they had eight different elders that they sort of consulted who like Mm -hmm. got into an arguing match so they could get this as close as possible to the original myth of what they mm. thought it would be, and then uh, what ended up happening there is that they actually ended up changing the ending. So, uh, spoiler alert: you can go watch this movie on CBC Gem. It is yeah. three hours long, but it is <laughs> so worth your time, and it's excellent.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll just I won't listen to this part. Don't yeah. like
1: spoilers, spoiler, spoiler. I want to um, see the ending. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the or sorry, the mid the midpoint. So the the midpoint is that um, they end up getting stabbed by their uh, or the the brother of yeah. the the wife ends up stabbing the other brother, and then he has to go running, and that sets the whole thing in motion but in the original one both bro- or one of the, the brothers are stabbed by their wives they're actually betrayed by both mm, their wives happy yeah. um, ending then the, exactly and then the whole movie and, or the whole story uh, ends up being a revenge as they do kill the other guys it's not a forgiveness thing yeah. and um, they say it's the influence of Christianity on Inuit uh, tradition that they have wow. now made this redemption story which is kind of fascinating wow yeah
0: and I thought I did my research <laughs>
1: <laughs> pages and pages, pages and, and many pages many and things pages. my friend yeah yeah, so I just think that's such an interesting idea of how they've incorporated, you know, their history as much as they possibly can. I mean, part of the reason this is three hours long is that you're just taking moments to watch people cut meat off bone and eat it, or do, or or or, or sew, or make things. As well, good.
0: Inuits and, and First Nations, you know, they have amazing stories that that go back generations, and it's great that that people are now starting to record it and and note it and film it. It's great.
1: So part of the problem is that uh, when they wanted to make this one, they couldn't get any funding from telefilm. So telefilm, uh, for French and English language features, they can get upwards of the millions. Telefilm funding, as I'm sure you know, is, you know, lottery to be able to get in the first place. Uh, But for indigenous language films, they were only offering a maximum of $100,000. Oh, wow. And so they couldn't get that for obvious reasons. So they called up the NFB and said, hey, we're doing this thing. It's not a documentary, uh, but we have a lot of documentary elements. To it is this something you guys would be interested in funding and the NFB? Said, and they yeah. they
0: came in and saved the day. Totally good for the good enough for them. That's great. Exactly because if, if not we wouldn't have had this great movie. It's yeah. so
1: great. So why do you love this movie?
0: You know it's more of an art film like well, that came out in 2001.
1: 2001. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, I wasn't watching a lot of art films in 2001. Then I I would consider it more of an art film, um, and I I you know. Sometimes, you know, you know this, like art is hard to explain. You don't really know oh, yeah. why. You just, you really like it. I do like it, but I also really respected what they were doing. Like you could tell that was hard. Yeah. And you could tell those aren't uh, big budget actors. And I mm. think they did a wonderful job. But sp- storytelling, mm. for the most part, if it's a good story, usually it will win. Yeah. No matter who's telling the story, for the most part, and I think that they've really done a, a fantastic job. I mean, I, I'm right in this case; they have it's a great, it's a great film.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you think speaks internationally about this film? I mean, we talked about the the key points of the story. This won the Camera Door at Cannes, so mm-hmm. that's like the thing. It mm-hmm. is the only Canadian film to do so. Um, why do you think this hit so big internationally?
2: I think to me, it's probably what you're saying, where it's just like showing you stuff you haven't seen before, right? That's why I think quite often it gets the that Like, when people are like, what's the best Canadian film? They tend to throw this one out. And I think no one would say that it's, like, the best made or the most professional. But it's just, like, it—it it is just end-to-end, like, yeah. a unique cultural
0: It's experience. really, really unique. I guess that's what it yeah. is. Yeah,
2: and you wouldn't see it anywhere else because it's, like, a culture absolutely... I
0: don't know if it would be made anywhere else. Like, where where else in the world? I mean, unless it's something... I don't mean this in, in a bad way, but unless they, they told... Uh, 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 an old story like in the Amazon or something.
1: It feels like a Western to me. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. you talk about these big, wild, barren things. you got your very clear good guys, your very clear bad guys, a little bit of magic, you know, your your beautiful women, your damsel, damsel in distress. It's it's just hitting so many incredible archetypes, and you're like, oh, this is a reason why we have archetypes and why these yes. stories have yeah. survived Story-telling as long yeah. as they yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But it
2: works pretty well as a, as a movie. Like, that is – because it is kind of a hard sit. Like, it's hard to tell somebody, like, you're – especially nowadays where – At the time, I remember that kind of video shot stuff was pretty regular for art films. But nowadays, people would be like, ugh.
0: But this thing still really holds up. Yeah.
2: It looks good. It does uh, look good. Partially because of that landscape Mm -hmm. you talk about. But I also think just like the three hours. But it has a pretty forward-moving story, right? Like it still has a pretty... And it's all subtitled. Yeah. Like it's it's
0: not an easy sit. No. But you can't leave. Yeah, yeah.
1: I kept feeling like I really wanted to watch this on a big screen. That I would like to see this redone. I want to see it inside a geodesic dome. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm completely sure. immersed. It might be exactly. Yeah. I think that's that's the best way to see this because, like like you said, the landscape is so big. But you also the way they've shot this, it's like you're getting this first person perspective. Like when uh, at one point um, Atanarjuat is digging out the top of the igloo, and you're like looking from underneath. I know his the point shot. You, yeah, his point yeah. of view perspective, and for me, that's just as iconic as say in like hard. Core logo when you're seeing the the uh, strips on the road kind of go by, you know, it's just such as this unusual point of view that you don't normally get to see in this whole other world. Yeah. This was also very notorious for unseating Mon-oncle Antoine for the first time on TIFF's Canada Top Ten list. Mm. Uh, so that was a thing. Um, Say that again. Canada's Top Ten, like, all-time best list. Okay. TIFF released one. The last they one do it was every just, five years. Every five think, years, yeah. yeah. So 2015 was the last one. for. And every time it's been Mon-oncle Antoine. Hmm. Um, and this unseated it in 2015. Oh, cool. Okay, um, great. Which is great. Yeah. And critics were like... Well, that's not possible. You must have rigged the jury. And it's like, Mon-oncle Antoine is cool. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. This is special. Yeah. Like, this is like nothing else we've got. Why do you think we would be more interested in something like Mon-oncle Antoine than something like this? That someone would make that <sighs> argument?
0: I just think the story is more interesting. It. I don't know. Cam, help me out here.
1: Yeah, I
2: guess it's also just like innovating versus like a pretty classical movie, right? Yeah. Like, even for...
0: First of all, I think people have to see both films. Yeah. Yes. If you're just seeing one of them, then it's hard to to, to compare. But I think if you saw both, um, you may have a hard time explaining why True. you like one over the other.
1: I think it's like any top ten list. You're like, like, what do you think? What's your what's your what's your opinion? Was my opinion? I I would agree. I think Mon Oncle Antoine has a lot of really interesting points, and for the time, it would have been innovative because like it's from the 70s. There's yeah. a, there's a lot going on. Uh, Claude Jucatris is a really innovative, unusual filmmaker. This is something that we haven't seen again before, and so I think mm. it blew more minds possibly the people who were making it. I think it.
2: It's also just politics. Like I oh. bet, I bet you uh, f- a loony that you're not going to see Mon Oncle Antoine <laughs> on the next one. Now that we know he's a pedophile <laughs> yep. so uh, he's probably some, somehow that movie is suddenly less artistic who knew who, who mm. would have thought yeah it's so I, I don't know I think it's all just
1: BS oh man plus
2: I think you can't make those lists every five years if you don't mix it up a little mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. oh it's
1: basically been the same thing every single time which makes me wonder like I, do they say what they're pulling them from that I wasn't able I to find. Do, yeah
2: they've got like a jury of people I think they mix it
1: up oh uh, okay don't. All right, who even it's knows? A,
2: not a thing to worry about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just thought that was interesting that yes. people like were up in arms about the fact oh, that yeah. I don't see it. I was like no, fine. for
2: sure, I mean, I, it's also just like I think northern culture is like like I think this movie I saw it in theaters actually when it came out because I guess growing up in Edmonton we had a few more theaters, but uh it. It was the first time I'd seen a lot of, like, in a culture, like, a lot of the northern stuff.
0: It's shot in its natural way.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I think the pace is also just, like, you watch, like, full rituals go down. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's, yeah, it's very interesting. But I also think that some of that stuff was not that natural because you hear that, like, face tattooing is just coming back, like, now and was illegal up until probably like very soon around this movie i think the 90s probably so the fact that you see so many women with face tattoos and stuff like that is actually like considered pretty radical (laughs) like a a pretty Mm -hmm. radical it's weird because it's like left-leaning but also conservative you know trying to go back to what they had Mm -hmm. uh but it's taken a long time i don't know for those northern communities so i think that there's something something radical in showing the past like that showing it uh unfettered and also just showing yeah, like this was a country that has existed, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of years before any col- like this is if I think of any movie ever, there's not a whole lot of movies that are like a pre-colonial place like, right. you know? Every time we see any other country, it's it's always like post-colonized or a non-colonized country, I suppose. But like yeah, you don't ever see like this is the without the influence of like Europeans. Mhm.
1: Well, and that's partially where they get some of the stories too because everything is oral tradition, right? That's mm-hmm. what they've got. And a lot of the stories that they do have uh, that are surviving are written down in European journals. So that's that's really the only physical record they have until people started creating their own written records, mm-hmm. which is Fascinating, and you think about how many stories must have been lost, and how many things. Oh you don't yeah! Have. But like, I think what I love about watching this in the way a lot of these people are just you know friends and family members they pull together and say, "Hey, do you want to come do this?" Movie Let's with make us? a movie, totally. Yeah. And everybody is having a great time, and you can feel that fun, and no one is foaming it in. Everyone is like acting their hearts out, yeah. and the dude runs naked, barefoot sure. in the snow and falls. <laughs> yeah, falls, falls. And falls cold water, and you're yeah. just like, "How are you doing that?" <laughs> that is the coolest yeah. thing. I'm like, "Where are the you?"
0: Yeah. You That's think a, he'd get up and say, nah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. done. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going home. <laughs>
2: exactly. That, that punch fighting bit too. It's like, those guys oh, look yeah. like they're smacking each other pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can do a little stage combat, but if you're just jamming each other in the temple with your fist. it's
0: like... And you know what else was really cool is the, uh, the, the, the poster with the glasses. Yeah. I mean, that right there. Great image. Getcha. Yeah.
1: Totally. They're doing it pre kanye It's the best. Yeah. 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 And with that, guys, we're at favorite moments right now. It goes sure. fast, I know. Uh, do you want to start us out, Matthew? Do you have a favorite moment in this?
0: In the film or this this podcast? In the, no, in, in the, the film. film. No.
1: <laughs> That'd be a little self serving. Yeah. What did you love? Ooh, <laughs>
0: um, I like some of the I don't have a favorite part. I like I like some of the imagery. I like um when they're in like the igloo. I don't know if that's the the correct yeah. word or not. Um and uh, the storytelling. Uh, the family bond, the friendship bond. I don't really have a favorite moment.
2: That, that mm. was a lot of moments. That was that a lot of moments. Me. Totally yeah. can Um, I I like the fact that it, the story continues to follow the like wife when mm. he's on, which I think you don't get in a lot of like myths. It's often like oh she was bad, and then you kind of find out what bad happened to her. But it, she kind of has her own interesting side plot. But I did write down the one quote that I loved, which is not classy, but I thought was very funny. Uh, if you want to lift a heavy object, just think of it as a woman's butt. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it's translated as, and I don't really understand. But it, but the, the it, thing that it, this movie should
0: should out. really preach more than anything is if you're going to make a movie, you can make a movie in this country. Yeah, because yeah. look, you know they had some major uphill climbs to sure. uh, to walk up, making that in 2001. You know, with financing and you know actors and shooting it, whether they were shooting on DVD or VHS or whatever. You know, they had a lot of uphill trouble with that. And they did it and it turned out fantastic. So that's one of the big lessons that I learned was, uh, you know, anybody can make a movie, like you just have to work really hard, have to be really organized.
1: It might not win the camera door of Ken, but yeah. like I doubt that's what they set out to do. They just wanted to make a movie that they could show to people yeah. and be like, we did this. Yeah. These are our stories. Yeah. And that's the entire point yeah. of movie making. It's why we write it down. And it's that's what
0: they it. want. They just want to make a good movie. And that's what they did. And I think quite often when people go to make a film, they have in mind about something that is far beyond their reach and capabilities of, of war. It's just, just make the best movie that you can. And I think that's what they did. That's one of the. I should. I'm glad I added that. That's what I think yeah. they did.
1: I'm glad you added that too. Thank you, Matthew. That was an excellent little dot. And yeah. now I'm going to say my stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, stupid thing you like. What, what stupid thing? You know what? I love the sense of humor in this. Is mm. that I think in a lot of other movies you'd be what will you be like? Oh man, this is going to be like doom and gloom. And I'm watching this. There's so many jokes in this that yeah. are so funny. That's true. And so many like little. Fighting witticisms. Uh, I think one of my favorites is uh, after the brother has been killed and uh, Atanarjuat has been uh, exiled. And the bad wife, Puja has her, has like a bloody shank or something. Yeah. And the other wife says, just put it down. You already got blood in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yeah. way to hit it, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I love those little like. You know, those I haven't nineties.
0: seen the movie in a long time. And you bring up things like, oh, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah.
1: And it's yeah. so good. It's yeah. so good. So yeah, I love. I love that there's a sense of humor. There's a sense of wonder. There's magic, and I love when magic is done. Uh, they didn't have budget for a magic, and no. there. But you believe. You believe these people are magical. You believe there's an evil shaman. You believe he's a polar bear in the end, and yeah. you're like, what's going on? It's the best. Um, and I love <laughs> seeing movies that aren't made for me, and I can take something from, yeah. them. and that's great. Cool. Beautiful. Um, Tell us more about how people can find you. How people can find American Hangman. What's up?
0: Uh, it's on uh, Netflix in the U.S. So for all of the American listeners, please watch American Hangman on Netflix. Uh, coming here in Canada, uh, hopefully in the fall, right around TIFF. That would be a re- real nice bonus.
1: We will tweet that out in the future.
0: Thank you. Uh, and uh, I'm on uh, Twitter, MattyBoy5150, and on Facebook, Matthew Wilson with two T's and two L's, and uh, Instagram. I think is Matthew Wilson Entertainment. I'm pretty. Sure.
2: Sure.
1: Excellent. Well, you are yeah. very entertaining. I think our listeners can actually I think you're that. very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. We're very loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: we try. How about you, Cam? Uh, I'm at CamFest on Twitter, at iCram on Instagram, and yeah, you can always find me doing stuff on Hollywood Suite. I don't know what's new lately. Uh, just check the Facebook and Instagram there. <laughs> you'll you're, find stuff. You're
1: writing stuff. You're yeah, doing I'm writing stuff. Files.
2: I appear on things. It's all happening
1: beautiful. All right. And as per usual, you can find me on the Twitters at Liz Shrimpton. That's the masculine Liz Shrimpton over there. Um, I've got some great interviews coming up for the podcast, guys. I'm so excited to share them with you. But if you have anyone you are dying for me to talk to, please let me know. Hit me up um, and I will do my best to get them on the show. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for
0: having me. This has been great.
1: Good. We're glad to have you. It's a great show. Thank you. And uh, do you want to go get a moose head?
0: Yes, I do. Gorgeous. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to the Royal Canadian Movie Podcast. If you like what we're doing, please remember to rate us and subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcatcher. It helps people find our podcast and Canadian media they love. Come chat with us at RCM Pod on Facebook or on Twitter at RCMPod. Our theme song is by Craig Stewart and our show art is by Paul Stachniak. Join us next week for another great film from the wilds of Canadian cinema.